Welcome to episode four of Faint Praise. I'm Tony. I'm Eric. And this is a podcast where we compare movies with similar themes by scoring them in a few different categories in order to decide which one did it better. And this week, I decided to go back to the year 2012. Way back where, when. Yeah, where inexplicably there were two different Snow White movies that came out after we, how many decades of having no Snow White Well, that's movies. what I was going to ask you about, because we were just talking about the Kristen Kroik one. That wasn't that long before that, was it? Oh, I forgot to look that one up. Was that a... a I think it was like a Hallmark channel or something. Uh, I don't know. No, there was one called like Wicked or something, wasn't there? And it had like an apple. What was that one? That was Snow White, there, but that was more recent. There is a show called Once Upon a Time... I think and one of the seasons was is, like Snow White. Well, I think all of the seasons are just a no, bunch of different fairy tales. There is some movie or show called Wicked that okay. I think is related to no, Snow Wicked White. No, Wicked is related to The Wizard of Oz. Oh, and, and it was it's a, a witch it's thing? It's a retelling of The Wizard it's of Oz from thing? the point of view of the Wicked Witch of the West. Oh, anyways. So, so anyway, for some reason in 2012, they had two Snow yeah, White movies. Yeah, the first one was, you know, the cartoon was like 1937 or something. And so. they waited that many years to do two <laughs> yeah. movies at once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I decided, hey, why don't we watch those and figure out which one did it better? And I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Eric's a good sport. He, he figured he probably wasn't going to like either of these so normally we do like a synopsis of each movie before them, but I mean, I'm just going to give a general overview. Yeah, because of, most of these, are, I mean, they, they are different. They do a lot of things. They, they try to be unique, but they generally follow right, the idea. Right. I mean, most of us know the Snow White fairy tale if you grew up in the States and if you weren't in some weird cult that was anti-fairy tale or something. So the general elements of the Snow White fairy tale are there's a queen who wishes for a daughter with skin as white as snow, lips as red is that as really blood. A, is that a significant part of the story? Well, that's why she has the white skin, the red lips, and well, the black hair. Because she just got hair. her wish? Yes. I don't know why she got her wish. I don't Whatever. know. It's probably, it's probably Maybe different. Maybe she invited the black magic in by doing some weird... Yeah, she asked for it. Right. Anyway, so the queen gives birth to this little white baby with black hair and red lips. A little privileged baby. Yeah. At some point, the queen dies, and the king remarries. Uh, unfortunately, she happens to be wicked and vain, and is obsessed with being the most beautiful woman in all the land. So then in most versions of the fairy tale, I believe the king dies at some point. The queen, in addition to being wicked, is also magical, has a magic some kind mirror. kind of sorcerer. Yeah, has a magic mirror that she checks in with every once in a while and asks it, mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all? It's part of her morning routine yes. right after exfoliating. Right, sure. And, uh, you don't want to ask before exfoliating because then it might not be Oh, you. yeah. You don't want to ask with that morning <laughs> breath either. Like, you got to get your shit together before going to the mirror for the day. Uh, so as long as the mirror answers that Just she's like the fairest. Just like you check your weight in the morning. You yes. know? <laughs> <laughs> yep. So as long as the mirror tells her she's the fairest, she's happy. But then one day it inevitably tells her that Snow White is the fairest. And then she gets pissed. She usually hires a huntsman to go kill Snow White. For whatever reason, decides he can't. He because she's so cute. She's, she's so, the, now the fairest of them all. She's just so. Of purty. course, he would decide not she's to. She's just so pretty. So he takes her into the woods, tells her to run away. He tells the queen he killed her. Uh, then Snow White somehow falls in with a band of seven dwarves. They take care of her. The queen finds out she's alive. Finds her. Gives her a poison apple. Snow White falls deep asleep, and then Prince Charming has to come by and kiss her to wake her up. Uh, non-consensually kiss her. And then somehow the queen... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very problematic. It's written in 1937, you right, know. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the queen always dies at the end. I don't know if there's a set way that she dies, but yes. Those are the general yeah. elements. Each movie takes some of those elements, most of them, adds some more, and we'll talk about that with each Takes movie. away some of it, too. Yeah. 
So we we did watch both of these in the same day, and we chose which one we thought would be the worst to watch first. It was kind of tough with this one, though, because they were both 49% exactly on Rotten Tomatoes. Right. So we couldn't necessarily go with critics' reviews. We went with watching Mirror Mirror first because it just, I kind of... I don't know. It just seemed like it would be yeah, weaker. Yeah, it seemed, it seemed weirder. It's and, one I'd heard less about. Well, I figured Snow White and the Huntsman had a sequel, so Could that at least... Could have done too badly yeah, at the that box one office. at least did well enough. And I don't even that, know anyone who's seen Mirror Mirror. I, it, yeah, I know. I, I never heard of a single person who saw it. But I do so, think part of that was related to it's like PG. It's like yeah, a kid's Yeah, so I what to, we didn't realize, we, we ended up watching Mirror Mirror first. Right off the bat... Well, not right off the bat. It sort of slowly 20, 30 minutes sort of in, was, dawned on us. This is a children's movie. I was like, this movie. movie's definitely like PG. Check yeah, it. I did not expect that this was going to be a children's movie. It's PG, and it's <clears> like, it's trying to be, it's it's funny and lighthearted. Well, they were I, going out of their way to, and I'll, and I'll get into this later, and even like the casting choices, but they went yeah. out of their way to make it like not at all scary, yes. to make it like kind of whimsical more than, than even spooky. Yes. Like the, the, like the, the witch is more like mean and bitchy than she is evil right she's just like rude and like selfish yes. but not really evil yes so it that really took me off guard and kind of kind of threw me for a loop and i have to be honest if i'd have known it was yeah it wouldn't have bothered so geared PG toward children movie. i would well, not of course we're not going to enjoy it it's yeah like a i don't movie. i don't like reviewing movies that really have no chance of me liking them but i, I mean whatever i'd already committed and it falls right, right into uh, the category of why I made this podcast, basically. So we went through with it, especially since we didn't really realize it immediately. Yeah, it probably also, took a, it took probably 20 minutes. Also, weird choice for director for this movie. I don't think Eric knows much about Tarsum Singh, but if no. you're listening to a movie podcast, you probably are pretty familiar with Tarsum Singh. He, uh, he I didn't does, know him by name. He typically... Okay, the two Tarsum Singh movies I'd seen before were The Cell and Immortals. And I've seen Immortals, but not The Cell. Yeah, The Cell is a serial killer movie. Right. Like a and freaky Immortals is atmospheric... solid R where yeah. they're like boiling people in metal oxens and stuff right. like that and chopping people to pieces. Right, and he also, looking him up, you know what else he did? The REM music video, Losing My Religion, which huh. freaked me out as a child. Really? <laughs> yes. I, it didn't give me nightmares or anything, but I didn't really, I found it creepy and scary well, and unsettling. Maybe he had unsettling. scared children on his ledger and he wanted to even the score. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. So he's an odd choice for a children's movie and uh, I would say he struggled. So let's, Go ahead. Yeah, it's almost like someone else came in and was like, lighten this up, lighten that, and like, like you know what I mean? Because it seemed like I could tell he was kind. That he had some visuals that he wanted to make, like kind of spooky, yes. and then they would add like weird whimsical music or some element to like really soften it a lot. Right, and I thought when they initially showed the dwarves on like stilts, I thought that yeah. that was could have been a little bit of a weird visual. Yeah, like, it was like um, kind of creepy. Yeah, like unsettling is the but word I I'm keep saying, coming like, back the music to. Then was yeah, like, but they're, 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 and they would add like goofy, almost like. Not quite like uh, Three Stooges stuff, but like little yeah. blunders and bloops and people getting bopped on the head and stuff like that, right. as opposed to like... Right, so let's get into our ratings. The way that the ratings work is we have three different categories, acting, visuals, and structure. And in each category, each one of us will give anywhere from zero to five points. And at the end, the movie that gets the most points between the two of us is considered the better movie they, get a, they win a prize yeah so let's get into the ratings how did you feel about the acting what did you give it i gave it like because you also made clear last time because i kept forgetting that you <laughs> wanted to include casting yes so i put it pretty low overall i gave it okay. 1.5 because i thought the casting was very awkward you N gave them a 0. 0.5 1.5 okay okay 
1.5. Yeah, yeah. Because acting in and of itself was okay. Hard to tell a PG-related material if it's it just is. goofy because yeah. it's so goofy or if it could have been done better by other people, but it wasn't very good. Yeah. And the act, there was uh, not a lot of chemistry between the people. I thought Julia Roberts was a terrible choice. She was... And I think that goes back to what I was saying. is That, that was a very... I think it was a conscious decision on their part to pick someone who isn't at all spooky right. or scary. And it's just sort of like kind of schoolmarmish version of the evil queen instead of like an evil one. Yes. So I pretty much agree with you. I gave it a little higher than you did. I gave it a two. So no, you said when you higher. said when you said point five, I was like, whoa, that's no, really I mean, like the straight yeah, up acting they're, they're, was okay. Most of them but... aren't horrible, but I gave it a two for a lot of the same reasons Eric is saying. First of all, Julia Roberts absolutely was completely miscast. And she, she was basically the main I, character I almost in this movie. I understand what they were trying to do with that character. And right. even with what they were trying to do with her, she yeah, still, still was, was the, the wrong, wrong choice. Uh, yeah, I, I see actually, why, but she still was the wrong choice. I actually realized, let me see if you agree with me. Given what they were trying to do with this character, where she was just like this snarky, bitchy, salty, right. older lady who's having difficulty dealing with the fact that she's getting older and just hates on the younger ladies and in general is just mean to people. And and she's supposed to be funny. She Julia right. Roberts herself is not, in this at least. I thought... Are you going to say like Tina Fey or something? Uh, close. Yeah. Close. Jane Kowalski, who oh, is right. The in... mom from... Uh, I mean, not the mom, but the rich mom from... Yes, uh, yes. Uh, Kimmy Schmidt's Kimmy rich Schmidt. mom friend. Yeah. I thought... That would have been a better for choice. For what they were trying to do with this character, it basically was that she's character. She's a better version of that character. And it would have yeah. been... She's, actually, she's better looking, too. And it would have been... Yeah, she's yeah. better looking. It would have been... They Basically, she is that character. She just abs- a little bit like less murderous, but... Right, you know right. what I mean? But, but being all mean and selfish about like her... And all about her looks yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah, and she actually does it in a funny way. So they, right, so they slipped up. They slipped up there. They chose the wrong actress. That was... A, and Eric's right. She's basically the main character. So that definitely took points off. Lily Collins was Snow White. And she's... God, God love her. She's just bad. She's just one of those... She's just kind of like a blank slate. She, I don't... She's just not... I don't. I can't tell she's yet... She's not horrible. She's if not she's not, If she's bad. not going to be good in anything or if she just hasn't been good in, for the roles that we've seen her in. She was almost a nothing role in Priest. Please. So it's hard to say there. This one, I think she was definitely miscast. But I don't yeah. know if that's the only problem. Because she, she wasn't... She's not a bad actress. But she wasn't good. She just she strikes me as lacking in talent. She's passable. She's not upsetting when she's on screen. But to have her, it's not like you can see her like reading off cue cards or something. But. No, no, no. She can pronounce the words. Right. But I, I, I can't imagine something that she would be really good in. But maybe that's just me being unfair. Right. At least she's attractive. They right. Pick someone fugly. Uh, I have to say, maybe you'll disagree with me. I thought Army Hammer was good. I enjoyed him. He I was think- fine. The, the, his, the a lot of the stuff for that character was terrible he, was, he had to go way over the he top was with trying goofiness. really he hard really though was. he was trying so hard and i did feel bad for him yeah because uh, this was I, probably before he'd got some of those bigger roles too wasn't it yes so this was him probably like, i don't oh know God, that who's... he's still that well known i mean look at no his... but he's now he's had a couple like starring roles yeah but one of them's lone ranger he's not no. i'm sure he wishes he didn't star in that one yeah and then the man from uncle wasn't all that popular That's i true. liked it yeah i thought it was good I, but I can't it's think not like any... it got a lot of yeah he was in the social network he's but not, not like, like one of the main guys yeah. yeah i i thought he was good though he was trying so hard i felt really bad for him he was just too gigantic he was because so she's big. tiny. He was there so was literally big. like the show. They were like sword fighting one pie because she's with the. Yeah. And, and this is actually a similar theme for both these movies that the dwarves in both movies are bandits. 
versus like I have a, versus workers. I have a which list, is really bizarre that I they have specifically. A list that I'm going to say. Actually, I guess I'll go ahead and say well it, now. it now. But here, are, there are some very specific things these movies do. Both did <laughs> that is a departure from the initial fairy tale that they do. First they of all, both, yeah. like Eric said, in both of these movies, the seven dwarves they were bandits. They were bad guys. Like thieving, swarthy, yeah. they were thieving rogues who were dangerous. And in the original fairy tale, as yeah, far like as I know, men, they're basically. All, yeah, they're minors. Yeah. So that was a weird thing that they did. Actually, but this is all structure stuff. So, we can wait. Because I was originally talking about how he was so gigantic. And in the sword fight yes, scene. And that's visual stuff. So let me get through the rest of my let me get through the rest of my acting. Uh I only have a couple more that I want to talk okay. about. So Nathan Lane. I thought he was fine in the role. He gives, yeah, he that's that's his That's one of his characters. That's character the role types. he was born to play. Yeah. Uh, he was a, sort of a bumbling uh, manservant type. Which he uh, also plays in like Beauty and the Beast, doesn't he? Or like yeah, the, the, yeah, Cogsworth or something. Right. <laughs> the Seven Dwarves were barely even actors. Right, they were part of the reason I had to give it a two. Right, also. because I mean, like they weren't terrible, but they just had to get real dwarves. So they yeah. were like, eh, well, not all of them were. Great. Yeah, one of them were like acted stoned. It was really, it was really odd. Um, they were, they were likable. There was like enough. two or three of them that we've seen in many movies, and they were fine. There were like there wasn't much there to work with as far as material, so they're not gonna yeah. be able to stand out. Yeah. And then the last one I wanted to mention was Sean Bean shows up at the very end. Yeah, as, I was like, what a waste. As her, as her father <laughs> and who he literally ends stands up there. as her father who ends up not being dead, like you're supposed to think he is throughout right. the entire movie. He showed up in a different movie than the rest of he he I shows told up. Tony, he's I was like, super, I think they told him yeah. this is another episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah, he was super serious. He's like, he's getting emotional about everything. The rest of the movie is like, doop, 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 you know, that silly it was music. Such a bizarre while people to have him over. because it was like totally unnecessary. Could yeah. have been literally anyone. Yeah, he didn't have to do any almost any lines. He literally stood there yeah. in two different scenes. And that's about it. Right. It could have practically been Nathan Lane in a beard. And right. Like, and it would have been fine. It would have been like, okay, Could have been one fine. of the other guys that were already in the movie in the dance scenes and just no one would have cared or known. Yeah, so that was an interesting really choice. Really choice. Maybe he had like a studio uh, kind of like I, contract. He, like probably, just, so he many probably just had a free weekend on his calendar and said, how much are you going to pay me? Sure. For how long? Okay. Yeah. I, I still but I'm, I'm just wondering why they would even bother trying to get someone like him for that role. True. I, I, Maybe, I don't know. You know, you never know know with movies like this sometimes 30 minutes of it's cut out maybe yeah. there's beginning scenes with him in it yeah to show how they were growing up and they cut all that out who knows right all right so moving on to our next category which is visuals tell me what you thought about that i gave it another low one 1.5 really yeah okay because i think they like this like you said they have good looking actors and actresses but the only thing that was really strong i thought was because like, i mentioned this during the movie was that the costumes were like really elaborate and yes. well done that's a but the whole movie of tarsum sings is it? He does yes. really elaborate costumes? He does okay. really elaborate everything. But the, the the movie was set up like they were purposely trying to make it look like a play. Yeah. The whole thing felt... I didn't like... The whole movie felt small to me. Yeah. Like, not only in, like, physical restraint. Like, it seemed like any time you would show them going somewhere, like, oh, they're at the town, mm -hmm. it felt like they just opened the back door and walked right out into the town. Yeah, that was purposeful. And, like, but the timeline seemed, like, all scrunched up and weird. Right. And... There were a lot of visuals that I, like you said, like some of those pseudo creepy, but kind of like just unrelated and just disjointed. He was the wrong person for this movie because his, whenever anybody talks about a Tarsum Singh movie, the first thing they talk about are the visuals. He right. is known for what I would call being elegantly unsettling. So The Cell is a serial killer movie where right. she like goes into his, his mind. mind. yeah. So you I know so he can do he can do things that are like Freddy Krueger kind of. No, no, well. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's 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 more atmospheric. It's not really about what's even happening. It's just gotcha. about the different 
weird things that you're seeing inside the right. serial killer's mind. So that's what Tarsim Singh is known for. You take a guy like that who can make something unhappy look beautiful, and right. then you put him in front of a kid's movie, and it was, yeah. And, well, I mean, that's part of it. It's not that any one of those visuals was necessarily bad, but they didn't work for the yeah. movie. And there were a couple that were bad. Yeah. Like, the dragon thing looked like looked shit. Bad. yeah. The, the whole, like, world she would go to in the mirror, she, like, walks into the mirror in this one instead of yeah. talks to it. It looked sh like shit. It looked like something that when you're like, hey, I took a computer design class. This is what I made over the weekend. Yeah. That's what that looked like to me. Yeah. So, I... I I agree with you, but I, I actually gave it a three because it didn't bother me. I kind of appreciated what he was trying to do. Yeah. And I did enjoy the cool costumes and the pretty dresses. Yeah. And one guy was at this ball in a costume that was like a walrus. <laughs> and, yeah, it was yeah. like an animal costume. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, and that so was I the good it, so part I kinda, of it. I kind of gave it style points, I would say. But I will say for a Tarsum Singh movie, I was underwhelmed. It wasn't as much as I was expecting. And, and I'm it sure it was because for the I'm sure it's because he had to hold back. And a big issue with it is I'm sorry to say it, but Julia Roberts just is not beautiful enough to be the most beautiful woman in all the land. Right. So she is obviously an attractive woman. Uh, I would be lucky to look like her at any point in my life. But, but it's not something realistic that, yeah, that at any point that she'd be like the most beautiful. Yeah, woman. yeah. There are going to be a couple that are better looking than her. Right. So it really should have been somebody else. Uh, I very much enjoyed looking at Army Hammer. I'm not going to complain about that. <laughs> he's He's a... He's a big, cute oaf, and he had his shirt off for about half the movie. It was a running joke that the bandits right. kept like taking, taking his clothes his shirt off. And she didn't want him to put it so back I'm on. So I'm not, I'm not going to complain about that. Maybe that's why I gave it extra points too. And but Eric is completely right about it. It purposefully was made to feel like you were in the theater, like you and were I watching like it on that. the stage. That's not necessarily that, that was, it was. Yeah, this, that affects my I my don't know why they did that. They really shouldn't have done that. It served no purpose. There was purpose. no reason It for added that. nothing to this movie. And no, it, it took the movie a lot had, away, I think. The movie had enough problems as is that when you're trying to do these spectacular visuals like he wanted to do, and you cram why them into a soundstage ham, yeah, or something. Why would you hamstring yourself by trying to right. make it look like it was... At, at a theater. So that was very odd. But anyway, I still gave it a three. You gave it a one and a half. I guess it just... I noticed all the things you said, but it didn't bother me as much. Right. And I kind of felt like a little girl could watch this and enjoy the costumes and enjoy the pretty people and stuff like that. Sure. And that was really I'm not kind a of girl. <laughs> uh, yeah. I could imagine myself as maybe like a ten year old watching this movie, this completely innocuous movie, being like, Oh, I like her dress. Oh, that's a cool headdress. Yay. So this is my attempt to adjust the points for maybe a movie that is not aimed at me. And I kind of, I think I did that because that was another thing is I was trying to keep this in the right zone for yeah. how much I like this movie and I right. couldn't, like I already put it low yeah. in the other categories. <laughs> yeah. So I had to take them from somewhere. Yeah. No, that's fine. I'm not arguing with you. I just, it just didn't bother me better as much. Not be. I, better I, not be yeah. arguing. I, I should know better. <laughs> no, I will say I went into this particular episode actually expecting to give higher points than Eric, probably in both of these movies. I think I am more the target audience than Eric is. I think neither of us is, but I at least at one point in my life was, and you never were. Interesting. So I kind of figured I'd be giving it better points, and I could tell you fucking hated it while you were <laughs> watching it. Well, that's what and I was going to say. I didn't for feel as hateful about going it. Going into the... Um the last um, category. Yeah, structure. I will admit that it is incredibly difficult for me to watch a legitimate 
G or PG movie. Yeah. A lot of even PG-13 movies. Yeah. But, like, it, I struggle to sit through, and, like, that yes. really affected my score. Because, like, a lot of that, it's not even, I don't even want to necessarily say that it's, like, a negative if that's what you're going for. Like, kids need movies, too. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> like, for me, I literally am like, oh, oh. Whoa. Oh, like I'd rather be like working out or doing any number like chores or anything like it's just hard for me to sit through yeah so, so that really affects my like I, ability I to... felt bad for you once I realized it was a PG movie I was just like like oh, I always joke that I need some gratuitous sex and or violence in my movie but I'm not really joking yeah it's a it's a joke based the joke on a true is that story it doesn't have to be gratuitous yeah. it can be part of the story but... there must be violence and some nudity or at least a lot of profanity or something right right or at least cleavage no the good thing Thing I will say is that a lot of movies that are that I think this is more for PG-13 than legitimate PG so that's why I don't come across it too often but a lot of PG-13 movies you can tell that they the situations really do need some violence or language to be realistic and so it feels hamstrung yeah. this movie didn't really feel like that because it was so oriented towards I, children yeah, so that it I felt actually, like that's just what it was supposed to be as the movie went on when the movie first started and I realized what we'd gotten into and how horribly misjudged I had right. how horribly I had misjudged this movie I, I, I was kind of I was in shock a little bit for the first half hour of this movie going, Because I, I would say this wasn't shit. even like a, like a family movie. This is one that you like put on for your kids while you're going off and doing something. Yes, this is a kid's movie. Right, it's there a kid's is movie. not much here for adults except not, yeah. for Army Hammer shirtless. Right. That, and that's maybe for grandma. Right. Like babysitting. <laughs> so it's like sitting in the corner. It's like, oh. Yeah, oh, oh, again? Oh. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> So I would say after about an hour, I kind of was like, I came to terms with what was happening <laughs> and I readjusted my expectations and I actually kind of came around to it after about an hour. Did you? I caught myself hour. like checking Twitter and yeah. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I came around to it a little bit. I was like, you know, this isn't as bad as no, I and this, thought this, it was. My score represents my feelings of yes. it. Like it is not, it was not a bad movie. I was actually impressed with stuff like the, um, the costumes and yeah. basically just how the movie was made but like in terms of how i liked it this is not what i was so what is for. your actual structure score i gave it a one. Oh wow yeah because yeah, like i said a, a, your... a huge chunk of that mm -hmm. though is related to the fact that like this is just not what i'm into yeah. and so everything about it even though it was done on purpose and probably maybe necessarily done that way to get the result that they wanted is yeah. just not what i'm into and there were a lot of stuff that i just just didn't really make sense and yeah stuff like and that. you know i said wow with the one i gave it a two so it's right. not and like also I, structure I, yeah. includes like i said everything not related to the other it includes the plot which is fairly straightforward but it also includes like like i said the lack of anything dramatic all the other decisions yeah. they do with the story I and the structure to, for this one when judging a kid's movie i tried to not be such a stickler about characterization or continuity and motivation. weird things yeah like eric said continuity there was a point where when snow white first meets the dwarves she's completely useless and they they take it upon themselves to teach her to fight to be like a bandit and then like literally it's, it's like a day literally later literally the same day um, I mean, that, yeah. I don't think it's supposed to be. They just fucked it up, or maybe it is, and that's just ridiculous. I think it was supposed to be, because before she meets the dwarves, they show Army Hammer talking to the queen and he's like, about gonna how go he's going to go out and find her. Right, so I mean, theoretically... Then she meets the dwarves, has a montage, a literal montage. Like a montage, training montage of like, cutting her hair, finding a, the good, the right banded outfit, and, yeah. and I'm sitting there like, oh. Like falling over <laughs> while trying to do things, and then progressively right. getting better. And then it shows Army Hammer finding her, 
and the dwarves pantsing him again like they right. did every time they find him and when he goes back to the queen the queen makes fun of him well, they, more that shir- like, they shirts him they, they didn't shirts him <laughs> yeah. yeah well he comes in like he's got like long like johns knickers and, on yeah, under. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. bloomers or whatever the yeah bloomers <laughs> probably is, is what they are but the queen's making fun of him because she's like you just it left this morning right. yeah and and here you are so it's weird stuff like that that I'm kind of like, okay, it's a kid's movie. They're trying to keep their attention, whatever. But I will say the reason I gave it a two is because it wasn't funny enough. No. They it, were trying to make it funny. This was, they, they failed were, at what they were They were trying doing. to make this a slapstick comedy. And putting myself in the shoes of a small child, I was like, this is going to be boring for a lot of kids. I would not have thought that was kids. funny, yeah. It wouldn't be very funny. They kind of needed to go and more. And even the stuff, the only parts that were chuckle-worthy were the stuff that, as a six-year-old or something mm-hmm. like that, it may have gone over your head. Like the queen wanting him to keep his shirt off. There's yeah. a little subtlety in the way she would say it or something, and then I'd be like, ha, okay, that's funny. But yeah, like that, you might not even pick up on that as a kid. Yeah, I, I will say there were a couple Army Hammer lines that I liked, and they were kind of all toward the end. They... He he said he's a uh, he's locked in the dwarves' house and he's trying to get out. So he's like banging against the door and throwing his weight against it. And at the end, he turns around and says, "I must compliment you on your carpentry." <laughs> and I was even thinking that I was like, "Jesus, this is a giant of a man to them." And right. how is this door not falling over? <laughs> so so like they realize yeah, so that. So for them to for him to turn around and do that, and there were a couple of little tongue in cheek things that he did like that. Like I said, for a little that, kid, they're not going to be like, true. "Oh, that's hilarious." And yeah. it wasn't quite goofy enough that yeah. kids would think that that was funny. Right. So. I, I was kind of wondering how it could have been more interesting. I was like, should it be a musical? Because it felt feeling like, it like wanted to be feeling like a like a stage production. Right. I kept wanting it to be a musical, which is what I get to my last point in my structure score, which is that it has a Bollywood dance at the, at end. the end. And all of a sudden, I was like, is this some Bollywood dance? I didn't know the guy was like Indian. I knew the guy it. was Indian, but that he hasn't done that in the other movies that well, he's done. Well, they're not done. the type of movies. Like, right. Immortals isn't going to have right. a Bollywood so this, dance So you're watching, you're watching this, you know, weirdly put together children's movie, and then they just then all like, start dancing. dancing and singing. Which is what felt like it was going to happen the entire movie. And I have to say, I was like... This should have been the whole movie. Right. The movie would have been a lot more of like what it wanted to be. Yeah, my initial reaction was, what the fuck? Yeah, like, what is happening? But then after I got over that, I went, no, not what the fuck. What the fuck? Why didn't they do this the whole time? Yeah, this should it, have been a musical. It should have been a musical, right? Yeah, if it wasn't going to be funnier, it should have had something to Catchy keep children. songs yeah. or something. So all in all, I have to say... I didn't totally hate it, but it's tough for me to tell. Maybe it that's was a why good. I, that's what I was saying. Like it's tough. It's hard for yeah, me to, to maybe judge it was a that appropriately. So I'm gonna be go like back. someone who doesn't like cake judging a cake. Yeah. I'm like yeah. what? If, yeah. I'm like this oh, tastes yeah. like shit. I'm like yeah. well to you, but it may actually taste yeah. really good. Well, to people it didn't who are like, make me throw up. Right. So I guess it was a fine. I mean, cake. There are, like we said, there are elements that you can tell were done poorly, regardless of yes. if you like the movie or not. Yes. But so it, it would wouldn't have got that low of a score for someone who actually watches these type of movies. So before I guess before we move on to um snow white and the huntsman i'll give my little list of weird specific things that both of these movies did since it basically is structure i'd started to talk about it and then i I wanted to skip it um so first of all it made the dwarves bandits bandits uh kind of bizarre i don't know why it didn't just keep them regular working both the movies yeah both movies making them bandits why that doesn't make any sense at one point during both of these movies the main man in Mirror Mirror, it's the prince. In Snow White and Huntsman, it's the huntsman. Gets kicked by a fucking horse. Right, like in the back. Yeah, during a fight scene, which is 
pretty specific. Ran, ran, and they really don't usually specific. put that in movies because I think anyone who spent any time around horses no, knows... No, you would die. Yeah, well, that's the end of that fight. Spine is crushed. Right. Uh, then also, each movie, the main man, again, mirror, mirror, it's the prince... Snow White, the Huntsman, it's the Huntsman, gets hung upside down right, with somebody else woods. by the dwarves. Right. <laughs> so I, I was just like, what These the are some heck? weird similarities. What the hell is going on? This one is a little more understandable given the, the year that this happened being a modern movie. Both of them were pretty strongly like girl power yeah, movies. Yeah, that's not as they, surprising because I mean yeah, that, that's in a lot of movies. They both but... tried to make Snow White a very capable fighter right. uh, and tried to turn the fairy tale on its head so right but I, that one that one yeah makes, like in the first like sense. in the first one they made it that she has to kiss the guy to snap him out of a spell right Ooh, you know right. what i mean but, yeah and then in um snow white and the huntsman they've made her lead a war right which was, be like joan of Arc kind of yeah which was ridiculous so uh, i'll use that as my segue to start talking about snow white and the huntsman okay also the year 2012 also 49%. all the snow white you could handle yeah that was in man i i don't know anyone who saw either of these actually but you do now yeah <laughs> i am the one this one <laughs> kept most of the elements of the fairy tale it the the mirror mirror actually didn't have a huntsman at all this one the huntsman's yeah. you know it even was more her of man a servant was pretended they had true. that role but it wasn't fulfilled by a separate person he just took her out to the woods and let her go and then brought back organs true this one obviously makes the huntsman even more of a main character than the prince right. uh, and it actually the king is dead it does not bring him back right uh, it's it's they big, show him get stabbed yeah, and everything it's big twist on it is that uh she snow white becomes a battle princess like and then a, the prince kissing her doesn't wake her up the huntsman kiss does or yeah. maybe cumulative kissing wakes her up yeah. <laughs> there's no yeah. way for you to know is it kiss points is it do, right. do, like do if we the guy to... kissed her again would that have worked or did it have yeah. to be separate people do we need to get all the dwarves does she need like to... a kiss bang to get yeah. woken up <laughs> yeah so uh that that was that was their that was their spin on it but how did you feel about acting for this one i be, i gave it two on this one again because okay. i thought there was some weird casting decisions which one did you think was? well i don't like Kristen stewart yeah. being like I mean, she's just kind of wooden to me in everything she does. Yeah. And the idea that she's better looking than Charlize Theron is kind of ridiculous. Oh, that's preposterous. Right. Because I always make the joke about how she's not high. I give her a really hard time, honestly. And yeah. to be honest, the example I always use is if you were going through like a drive-thru and she was there, you'd be like, oh, check out the cute chick at the drive-thru. But in like movie theater land or movie land, yes. she's not that hot. Especially I, when she's supposed to be like way hotter than... I don't want to sound mean, but I have friends who are hotter than Kristen Stewart. Wait, I can... who? Have I met them? <laughs> <laughs> I'll introduce you to yeah, them. All right, uh, all right. it, no, so she's obviously a good looking girl, but she's not the prettiest girl in the same way like Julia Roberts would never be the yeah. hottest person ever she's not gonna be yeah. either so I gave this one a three because a three to me is kind of it averages out to be not noticeable yeah. if I was watching this movie without taking notes for a podcast I wouldn't have really thought about the acting it I thought, wasn't way low I thought that I didn't think there was a lot of chemistry between I thought she was a bad choice I didn't think there was very much good chemistry yeah, that's between her and either of the that's, main that's dudes that's the problem with her though in general yeah, she she's just kind of wooden she just kind of doesn't have she's not bad on her own she right yeah, she is. She's just fine like, playing like weird stoners, like in Adventureland or the Ultra. American Ultra. Yeah. That's the type of character I she needs she to play. I thought she was fine in American Ultra, yeah. uh, but that's the type of character she needs to play. Yes, this 
This character did not work for her. Eric's right. She had no chemistry with either of the men that were supposed to be her love interests. I thought Charlize Theron was good. She I liked was fine. her. I think that she did a good job at the beginning when they were trying to make her a sympathetic character. I right. thought as she got angrier, it got hammier and it got a little more annoying. Right. But I mean, this is not a subtle story, so no, it was fine all. that she was being pretty hammy. Uh, Chris Hemsworth was fine. He right. he did exactly what he needed to do, as did everyone else. In this one, I still think he was a. I think he was an interesting choice for that, though. I think they're just like, bit. who's famous right now? Yeah. We'll throw him in there. I don't think he would have been the best person for that one. Yeah, I have to admit, this is a weird thing for me to say, but I kind of wanted the Huntsman to be older. I was just gonna say, I, they needed, I especially with the character that they envisioned, yeah. like this drunken, and he was. They made him Scottish. Who he's like, he's not Scottish. Oh, that first was of all. a terrible Get like Gerard Butler if you want yeah. an old like drunk Scottish guy. He would have been better choice. Yeah, Gerard. Yeah, that's a you good point. I mean? Gerard Butler would have been a better been choice like for this. Like Liam Neeson or something. <laughs> yeah, but I I didn't like. I may be too. As old. Eric already alluded to, they ended the movie kind of trying to make him a love interest by being the one who Woke wakes her, her up. up by kissing her, implying that he's her true love. Right. Uh, at no point in the movie were you really like, oh, they were almost a... like adversarial from yeah, much of the I, movie. I would have liked if they'd have tried to make it more of a father daughter relationship right. so like if he a was mentor older, or something yeah because he was already her mentor and then she went off to be like this big warrior so like why that would have been a better relationship yeah, i think that's more of a characterization issue but i'm saying less, given that yeah. characterization he was the yes. wrong choice yes. if it was like who's who's the prince guy yeah he would have been fine for that well given the fact that this movie wanted him to be a love interest he had to be younger i'm just saying i think that they did the characters right. wrong so i'm not taking away from his acting or the casting of him i'm gonna take that away down yeah, in the structure yeah, section way. yeah and everyone else was fine. The dwarves were actual, like, real actors this time. Um, well, they weren't actual dwarves. They were, like, they did the whole Lord of the Rings thing. Because yes. they had, like, Ray Winston, and they had, yeah. um, what the, what's the other guy's name? Ian McShane. Yeah, and they, they all, like, dwarfed them. And Nick Frost. And Nick Frost. Some, yeah, who's still, a, still a good actor. That was, that was a random choice. Totally I guess he's trying That's to, a, trying movie, to break, in, break into serious movie roles. This whole movie felt randomly casted to me. I like, thought Charlize Theron was the perfect choice. She was a good choice for that. But I, I mean, like, more so in relation to each other than in relation to their role. Yes. Like, for any given role, I can say, okay, I can see why you got, except for maybe the Snow White role. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Uh, except I think Charlize Theron was the only one who stood out as being yeah, really the perfect choice. Yeah, I think that was a good choice, choice for that one. And everyone else was passable and did a decent job, and right. that's why I gave it a three. Yours was two? Two. Okay. How did you feel about the visuals? I gave it a 1.5. Okay. Because I there was a lot of stupid like Bambi Twitter patient in the woods that really bothered me. That came out and terrible of nowhere. Gra- it came out of nowhere. Came terrible graphics. I nowhere. didn't even like the fire swamp thing that they go into. I thought that was stupid too because it yes. was it was so random. They didn't build the world very well. Yes. But I mean, like that could be structured more. But like it came across in visuals, like it just was everything was random. You didn't know what was happening and and why it looked that way. Yeah. The uh, the one the things that they did do well is they did have honestly decent like. I don't want to say the fight scenes were decent, but like they, yeah. they were like not bad as far as like real like the guys were really armor and all this stuff. Like that stuff looked good. Yes, I struggled with this one a lot. Uh, I ended up giving it a two point five. Okay, well, he's got to count for the extra gotta, point for Chris. I, mean, I was I mean, wondering. About, <laughs> I was wondering about this because he's all like dirty and he doesn't look good in this movie. I, actually, I'm not. I wasn't as excited about him. Yeah, because so, he looks like shit the whole movie. Yeah, and so well, he's is, always like puffy and weird looking yeah, too. This is, he's the, to this be is the first official time on this podcast we're talking about Chris Hemsworth. Oh, yeah. We did a test episode that maybe I'll release one day. Well, first where of all, I had I had a legitimate Hemsworth quotient where I was. She like, made a big I, point of saying like visuals also includes. 
see attractiveness yeah. of the actors. And I'm like, oh, what are we getting into here? Yeah, yeah. So of course, Chris Hemsworth adds like a full point for his four minutes in Ghostbusters. I couldn't, I couldn't do a full point for him for this one. You didn't deserve it here because I like, almost, like I almost wise. wanted to do just the quarter point, but <laughs> yeah. I'm cutting myself off at half points. So I will say I did give an extra half point just for in him. honor of having the best Hemsworth you can get. But <laughs> the best Hemsworth I, money can I, buy. I was overly bothered by him having dark hair. I, I don't mind and dark hair. And the Scottish hair. accent I don't mind weird. dark hair, by the way. Yeah. But on him, it makes him look plainer. And, and it makes him look greasier, too. It did. Like they he, just... he, was, he was very dirty. And he did look kind of bloated. I think, I mean, one. he was supposed to be a drunk, so, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. Like, they're already, they were going for, like, this older kind of feeling character. Yes. Like, they didn't need it to be him. Yeah, so with the dark hair and the dirtiness and the shitty Scottish accent. And the puffiness. Yeah, the puffiness. <laughs> it, he, he wasn't, I was honestly more attracted to Army Hammer today yeah. than I was to Chris oh, Hemsworth. Goodness. I won't let him know. Yeah, yeah, please don't tell him. I, I still, you're still my favorite, Chris, but Mr. Hemsworth. But, but I still, in honor of him... You still gave him a little yeah, bit extra. Yeah, in honor of him being on screen, I was like, yeah. okay, good. The rest of the movie was fairly underwhelming as far as what it was looking at. It was right. really overly dramatic. Like, yeah. dripping black. That's, that's what, dripping right. gold. And like, everything explodes into butterflies it was or meant explodes to, into... The, it and was like meant to be seen in 3D, so everything comes rushing at like you on the screen. Like a shattering evil like, demon soldier just explodes into glass shards. Like, that's yeah. why I didn't like it. And nothing she turns really... into ravens, and they come at she had the screen right. it's just it's it just it was trying and she goes so... and stands in the fire for no reason and just yeah, like it was trying so hard so they weren't necessarily yeah. they weren't necessarily bad visuals in the but sense they that they were, weren't poorly done they but... were kind of groan worthy visuals oh okay there was I see really what you're like doing there i really didn't like what they did with the mirror man so i no, i, I was either. fine with the fact that they the mirror that they used in this one was, like a, was not a standard it was mirror like a polished it was gong. a polished gold yeah gong for lack of a better word which i didn't really care about that but every time she talked to it the gold would come dripping off of the mirror and then it would rise up into the form of like a cloaked man yeah and speak to her and i thought that was very stupid it was stupid uh if they were going to have the mirror drip into a form i what i thought they were going to do and what i think would have been at least a little more creative is if it dripped into the form of the fairest one. Like Whoever if she asked, was. mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of it all? And instead of speaking, it, it just, just silently it made a sculpture in gold of who it, yeah. it is. And every morning it does this. And then one day she's expecting to see herself. But right. instead it makes a sculpture of snow white. That's what I was hoping. Yeah, but the mirror didn't only do that. I know, Like I she know. could talk to it about other I know, stuff but that, I think that would have been cool. Uh, yeah. But but when it started dripping, I was like, oh, is it gonna is it gonna make a sculpture of her? And then it made this stupid robed character yeah. uh, that told her everything she needed to do and right. whatever. Eric is right. The horrible forest scenes with yeah. the with the stag with the branches and they're for, like he they're saying all this he stuff and they're like what the fuck like they didn't even explain it and these weird little like nymphs they like yeah. crawling around these little like mutant pixie things yeah it, fortunately it was a pretty short scene it was, like, it was it was pretty stupid the cg when they did it was not good but i respected the fact that they did pretty good because um, a lot of the physical effects and sense of like how the scenes looked when like they they all looked realistic that's what i was gonna say so so jarring I, out of it I, I appreciated the fact that when there was no cg on screen things were done well right so i couldn't they like real trebuchets too... throwing fireballs and stuff. Yeah, so. I couldn't. I couldn't rate it too low, but it well, what was. Would you, what did you give it? Two point five. 
So you only said it was a two, basically, without the Hemsworth yeah, quotient. Yeah, my Hemsworth quotient is only 0.5 <laughs> in this one. Not a quotient. One. It would be like the... Um, Adjuster. Yeah. It's, uh, the, the Hemsworth... The constant. The Hemsworth constant yeah. or something. Well, I'm not multiplying it by it. I'm just adding yeah. to it. So moving on to structure. How'd you feel about that? I went low again. I yeah. went 1.5. I said two, so that's yeah, not that much not lower that. than me. Because like, I think we mentioned most of the stuff related to structure. Yeah. Other than like, yeah, I mean like even even decisions that like okay, she's a warrior now. This doesn't really make sense. Like she'd been literally been in the tower for she would have six barely been able to walk. Right, she would have been a raving lunatic. The the right. way that they showed it made it look like she and had then she no gives, like, a interaction. Speech at the end, which the speech wasn't any, either any good either. The speech it, like, was, was like bizarre. words made no sense. Like every individual word I understood, but. It, it was meaningless, utterly meaningless. Yeah, it didn't make any sense. So, and it, the dwarves being like highwaymen who just like all of a sudden are like, yes, we'll, we'll go with you because you said you the king was your father. That's all it takes. Yeah, I felt with the structure on this one that it was kind of a wasted opportunity because I alluded to the fact that I actually kind of liked the Charlize Theron character. Yeah. I thought that they made her reasonably compelling. She had some kind of backstory to where she was... Supposed to have come from very difficult there was circumstances. More to it, yeah. yeah, and she was a more sympathetic character than your average evil, wicked queen. Right, but um, then she just went off. They, they showed her as being some went off the rails with yeah, the power or yeah, something like that. Yeah, but then like I that. was like, well, what is her goal in all of this? Just take over? I guess immortality. Yeah, I guess. Uh, because originally, the way she like gets her powers is like her village is being like raided by bandits and her mom like cast a spell on her to protect her right but it could be undone if someone's like more like with if someone is blood. more beautiful well, than her more yeah. beautiful because that's the thing like if she just let snow white grow up and do her thing like nothing would have happened she had she was just the only one who could undo it yeah the fact of her being more beautiful didn't like automatically undo it right she should have just kept her locked up or just killed she, her when she was young because yeah, she whatever. freaked out when she found out that snow white's blood could be her undoing right so that's when she tries to get her killed and then she escapes and all of this happens because of that she right. could have just walked in there and killed her herself but there was a i feel like it was a wasted opportunity they had kind of an interesting idea and then right. just shit the bed on it and i don't know it was really the whole thing about making the movie like and the huntsman and making it more about him like they had no real reason or idea why they wanted to do that i think i think I they were can just tell like you the reason why they wanted to do that because they wanted to set up a damn love triangle at right, the end yeah for like yeah. a team edward team yeah. prince they, team huntsman i would i, but I mean would, like they didn't have a real reason was my I point i would bet money that they were planning on doing a sequel that was going to she has to choose between like the that prince was going and, to delve into the prince versus the huntsman in who she chooses and uh, she and the director torpedoed that because by they, banging, yeah, they had an affair <laughs> and it broke up his marriage. So we know and, who she chose, neither. Yeah, yeah, and it broke director. up her relationship with Robert Pattinson at the time. So when they did the sequel, neither one of them was involved in it. They just focused who Kristen Stewart or the director, you right? Mean? Yeah. Different director didn't have Snow White in it at all. It was just focused on uh, Charlize Theron, her sister Emily Blunt, and. Uh, Chris Hemsworth and I think his wife. Wait, have they already done the sequel? They did the sequel. I think it came out this year. Oh, really? Maybe or maybe last year. So it's not even. It doesn't even have Kristen Stewart in it. Nope, she's not even in it. Huh. They completely. So it's a prequel. Basically, I think. Because so. I was like, if Charlize Theron. I don't know a lot about it, but I'm fairly certain it's a prequel because I think it has Hemsworth's wife. Which is interesting because Jessica Hemsworth Chastain. was like a nobody in the movie. Yeah, he was just like a random hunter. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think their original Seems plan. Seems forced. The original plan, I think, was to try the love triangle to get the teen girl demographic, which is why they brought in Kristen Stewart, probably trying right. to piggyback on that Twilight, Fame. you know, money. And um, yeah, that, that good that Twilight money, sparkly vampire money. Yep. 
they it seems like they also weren't sure which direction they wanted to go with this Snow White character at first. Right. At first, they show her praying. And yeah, I she's thought doing they were like, a cat, do... like the Lord's Prayer. Yeah, I thought they were. And then all of a sudden they're in like tree nymphs and yeah, Dionysus I thought they were going to do shit. a Joan of Arc thing, right. and that might have actually been a little more interesting. And they but sorted they... it at the end too with the battle and the armor and all that shit. Right, but then they have her being able to control animals, and they have that weird she didn't fantasy really control sequence. Them. She was just like at one with it them. It was like influence. Right, them. Like they just wanted to help. It was her. like Bambi, like they all came out and were like but fluttering even, around. Like when she was around the dwarves. They were healing all their aches and pains. Yeah, like, oh my god, I feel better. She's the one kind of shit. Really bizarre stuff that they were they, trying. This came out of nowhere and didn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, and they didn't really reference again for the rest of the movie. Yeah, like it wasn't a total disaster, but it was the odd. The best part about that was like she's in the woods and it's all like Bambi like, or the, the Ides of March or whatever the thing from Fantasia is, where like little cherubs yeah. and stuff floating around. This big white stag who doesn't have real antlers. They're like Branches, stick antlers. Yeah. And all of a sudden, some guy like crossbows it yeah. and it just stands there, like, oh, yeah. oh, and it like stands there for like 30 seconds, just like roaring. Really and I'm like, does. you're getting a fucking shot again, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and eventually, it just explodes into butterflies. Yeah, yeah, they like, come rushing at you at the screen. <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, that's what, yeah, and that the whole the effects there were not good either. No, everything that was a computer uh, effect was bad. Right. Everything that was just real world stuff was fine. So, all right, run through your scores for both of the movies for, for me. totals. So, what did you give it in acting, visual structure? For number one, yes, one point five, one point five, and one. And then for Snow White? Two, 1.5, 1.5. Okay, so my scores were for Mirror Mirror, I said two for acting, three for visuals, two for structure for a total so of seven. seven. Okay. And Eric gave it four, so that's a total of 11. And then for Snow White and the Huntsman, I said three for acting, two and a half for visuals, and two for structure. Seven and a half. That's a seven and a half, plus Eric's five is 12 and a half. So actually, this is one of the closer ones, besides the tie that we had in episode one. Yeah. Um, this is one of the closer matchups. I was surprised that yours was as close also. With each other? Yeah, I thought you were going to give Mirror Mirror like a zero on everything. Um, Honestly, well, I mean, I gave pretty close. One and a half, one and a half, one. True. And uh, like like I admitted though, like a lot of that was related to the fact that I was just miserable you watching this PG movie. Movies. I yeah. can't do it. Yeah. I had to watch Aristocats one time for a college class. <laughs> I made him. Well, I didn't actually have to. He let my, me choose the movie. It was the politics of education. I had to watch three Disney movies and comment on what type of messages or whatever are being promoted. <laughs> and she was like, picked a wrist. I, that movie's like 65 minutes long. And I had to take like three breaks. Yeah. I was like, oh no, they're, they're just going to sing again. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't. Cats. I can't do it. I got to go do some laundry or some chores. Yeah, so that's why I felt bad once I realized what it was. So Snow White and the Huntsman is but even like technically I saw, the better movie. This is what I was not I think, by much. Though. Not by much. Yeah, I mean it's definitely more eminently watchable for me. Yes. But I'm surprised that I only gave it a point more, really, because I'm like because yeah. I was so much less miserable. But I think it was just because I was coming right off that movie too. Yeah. But I've seen a, that was one of the reasons why I scored the first one low is because I don't think it did a good job of even doing that type of movie. It did because like it if you, I've seen snippets of like in the background like the Lego Movie or something like yeah. those are the type of movies that kids love and parents can still watch because they throw in enough like yes. weird dialogue and stuff that kids don't get but it's still funny for the parents. Right. I mean, I would never watch that movie like sit down and watch that movie unless yeah. it was for something like this, but. That's how you're supposed to do those type of movies. Well, this one... And that's I, why I guess it made like a bajillion dollars yeah, and this one for, disappeared. For Mirror Mirror, it was kind of a movie that was for nobody. It was supposed to be for kids 
And I think with some of the queen's humor, they were trying to keep the moms interested, but it failed but on both was counts. Funny. Yeah, it just they took a director who didn't they, it's, have it any experience. It kind of hit this uncanny this. valley between like yeah. kids movie and a, an adult movie, right? Or it's just awkward for both groups. I think if they'd, I think if they'd had Jane Kowalski as the queen, playing she almost her exact character from exactly. Kimmy Schmidt, I think she could have said some stuff that was funny for funny for the moms and the kids. It would go over their heads if they but had get made the it. Gist of it. Yeah, that this woman's yeah, like, and. Maybe if they had been better about the slapstick, or like just just better about the just physical goofier, comedy, yeah. Because yeah. they still were try try to ride this like creepy visuals line. They shouldn't have had any creepy visuals. Yeah, yeah. he was he was just the wrong one. So I I feel bad. And then Snow White and the Huntsman was just an average. It was just an ill yeah. advi- or ill thought out venture. It seems like like yeah. they had this. They almost like they tried to stretch a gimmick into a whole movie. Yeah. Like instead of Snow White and the Prince, why don't we make the Huntsman the main character? We've got Chris Hemsworth on board. Great. All we need is a script. That's yeah. what it felt like to me. Yeah, it did. They, you can tell that the studio executives were just like, hey, what fairy tales haven't been done in a while? Let's take one. Let's make it dark. Let's get modern yeah, a little let, bit. Let's get some actors that the kids care about. That Kristen Stewart is so hot and, right now. And Yeah, well, exactly. She's so hot right now. We'll make it more like girl power-ish All a little Twilight bit. All the Twilight kids are going to come see it. Yeah. Oh, well, they were... Uh, I, I didn't find them as painful as you did, but... They were slightly less anyway. Yeah, they were not. You the, what do you give them? Seven and eight. Seven and seven and a half. Oh, you were closer. So only the the Hemsworth quotient was the only difference. Yeah. For you. you know what? Thirty minutes into Mirror Mirror, I was pretty unhappy. Right. I was just like, holy shit! But like I said, about an hour in, I was I was a little bit more on board. I went, okay, you know, Army Hammer's making me laugh a little bit. I'll look at him without his shirt on, and then. <laughs> I, I hate to say it, but the Bollywood dance scene kind of got me. I was like, this is what the whole like, movie should have been. Why were you like, keeping this from happening? Yeah, like, this is what they wanted to do. It, it was a shock when they it first They even had, like, happened. musical sets, like, looking places where, like, here's a town center and it's all the buildings are facing you and there's, yeah. like, a stage kind of square and, like, they're going to start dancing with and the, singing now, right? With the Bollywood dance number, I saw what they were going for and I appreciated the movie a little bit better. And then but that especially, was the closing credits, Yeah, I basically. know, I know. And then once I thought about how good Jane Kowalski would have been in that <laughs> role. I kind of made a movie in my head while and, it was going on. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, this, this Tony's Mirror Mirror is much, much better. Whereas Snow White and the Huntsman was pretty bland. I It was just a mediocre movie, yeah. It, it really was. So anyway, I think it was actually turned out to be a little bit better of a matchup than I was thinking halfway, halfway through yeah, Mirror Mirror. Yeah, because we thought like, Snow White and the Huntsman would blow the other one out of the water. Right, I think choosing movies in the future i'm gonna have to pay a little bit more attention to the ratings <laughs> no more pg movies we'll stick to pg-13 and r so that eric's brain doesn't come yeah, oozing so out of his ears <laughs> so that he doesn't yeah turn on a paul verhoeven movie right in the middle of it for five minutes yeah we'll take a break to go watch robocop <laughs> right <laughs> Well, I think that is going to do it for us this week. So if you want to get in touch with us, our email address is faintpraisepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, for giving a new podcast a chance, and we will catch you next week. See ya.